Here's some bonus content from episode 35. We had a great time with Mark Kreslins as our guest. This was some fantastic content. Unfortunately, it just did not make the show. We just ran out of time. So please enjoy this extra bonus content from episode 35. I think that if we can have more of these conversations with a larger group of people, see, I, I am obviously I'm totally in on secession. To me, that's the only solution um, because it's I don't know how much you guys are familiar with the game theory, but it's really something that people need to come become familiar with. And really, when you play by the game manager's rules, you're going to lose every time. You can't win because they set the rules. And so in the context of political um, in this uh, political climate, the game managers are the Constitution and those that control it. So no matter what angle you take, you're always on their playing field. So secession builds a new playing field. So if you take a football right, a football field, we're playing there right now. We need to just shut off the football field in our minds as any way of solving the problem because it can't. It's all their rules and on their field. And we need to shift all of our energy to the baseball field with a whole new set of rules. And to the degree we can convince our fellow man to do that is the degree we're going to be successful in having a shot at freedom again. If we do anything to distract ourselves and get us, because the, the megalomaniacs and sociopaths want to pull us back onto their football field. That's where they always want to argue. And that's the danger, in my view, of nullification and those kinds of ideas. It's still operating within the framework of the rules. You're still in the rule book. And I love a lot of the guys that advance these ideas but i know that it's in the I, i'm very familiar with game theory i know it's on their playing field and the sociopaths in 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 washington dc will let nullification happen to the degree they want to but they know they own the rule book so they can change well, it anytime you know, they want. So, so yeah they own the rule book so if you try to you know so your state nullifies uh marijuana laws but they still own the gun rule book as soon as you answer yes and there you're prohibited from owning a firearm so they own the field they always and do. so they always do well, get off the field. at the state level look what just happened in south dakota the people of south dakota from yeah. um you know it, this emanated from the voters not from the legislature uh legalization of marijuana now the police officers and the governor are prosecuting a lawsuit to overturn the will of the people. So yeah. folks, tyranny is just not something that is a problem with Washington, D.C. Even state governments with all the populations we have in the in the states we have right now are highly centralized, highly tyrannical. Also, they count out of Washington, D.C. from the grants, which is exactly why uh, they're going to capitulate to the national mask mandate because mm -hmm. it's going to be done with federal funding and yeah. none of the states are going to want to turn that away, particularly now how everybody's been suffering. Uh, Mike said, Mark, what are you, what you're saying right now is why TP, TB are so afraid of the internet and why they're walking all over each other to censor it. Oh, the powers that be. <laughs> so yeah. They're terrified. Yeah. Here's what the here's what the federal government is terrified of. I know exactly what it is. That document I just read from. They are terrified of the Declaration of Independence getting in the ethos. They're they're going to do everything. In fact, they're going to. We see this. The three of us have seen this our entire careers. People 
merging concepts out of the Declaration of Independence with the Constitution. They think they're kind of the same. That's that's the federal government wants that. They want the confusion. They need murkiness because they can operate in murkiness. So they're terrified of a clear rendering of the Declaration of Independence getting into the ethos. And they're going to do everything they can to try to stop this, including what you said earlier, Suzanne, about 2384 um, and 85. Secondly, they are terrified of Internet 3.0. And this is the new model that is in the process of being rolled out right now. And it is a decentralized Internet. So right now, everything feeds through uh, server farms. And, and Google and all these big tech companies have control of those server farms. Well, this new theory of the decentralized web actually turns your phone into a server, my computer, and they've already got, I think there's somewhere around 400 computers online networking together so that nobody can control it. It totally becomes out of control. And then the third thing that's happening right now that is very exciting is the advent of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. Now, there's dangers with, with that because the federal, the, the powers that be are trying to get their hands on it. They are creating counterfeit, uh, you know, fake uh, digital currencies. Uh, you know, Facebook's got its own digital currency and the Fed is working on one right now. And so they're going to try to murky the waters because they always work in murkiness. But I will tell you, I've met a number in the cryptocurrency. They are allies of ours. And because they're trying to decentralize uh, exchange uh, mediums of exchange. Well, the minute that happens, and actually there was, there was a report out today, I think one of the big banks kind of accidentally copped to the fear of decentralized currencies becoming legitimate. People, when you can, when you can buy gas and pay your mortgage and get a hamburger on cryptocurrency without it being tracked, the government's over around the globe. They 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 lose all their power. So they are terrified of secession. They're terrified of uh, the, the Internet 3.0, the decentralization of the web, and they're terrified of cryptocurrency. And they are working feverishly to get control of it. And I don't think they're going to be successful. I know some of these crypto guys. Uh, let me tell you, these are patriots, the, not, not American patriots. They are patriots for freedom. And they're all over the place. They're in uh, uh, Uzbekistan. They're in Georgia. They're in uh, Ukraine. They are all over the place working against centralized governments. Now, you know, one thing as you know, our okay. government will call them terrorists. You know. Yeah, exactly. Domestic terrorists. The domestic terrorists are all in Washington, D.C. who put their hand on the Bible and swore to uphold and defend. Well, holy parchment. But uh, Phil's question, this is going to have to be a show in and of itself. It's all good to talk about this, but what is the answer? What do we do about it? How do we stop and change it? You know, one of the things you had mentioned, Mark, was this cryptocurrency and decentralized currency. The money, the control of the funding of the government has been their everything. Biggest, that's the line you do not cross with them. Right. The Confederated States of America tried to cross it over the issue of tariffs, not slaves, boys and girls, tariffs. What did Lincoln say before he attacked the CSA? He didn't say, well, it's a moral and right thing to, to get rid of right. slavery. No, he didn't give a, excuse me, poop about the slaves. From a moral standpoint, he wasn't a fan. But that's not why he attacked. He said, I can't let the South go because even in the North, they said, let them go. I can't. 
We need them to fund our projects in the North. Of course they left. This is the same reason California wants to leave. And the look on Marcus's face when I pointed out that their main cause celeb for secession was identical to that of the CSA. I said, you just came out here and said that you're a donor state. For every dollar you donate to D.C. at force of yep. gunpoint, you get 68 cents back. Right. This is exactly why the CSA, why the southern states seceded. Don't give me your Lincoln slavery BS. You have more in common with the hated Confederates than you want to admit. He had nothing to say that because it was absolutely true. The other thing is, imagine if everybody had the temerity to refuse to file their tax returns. Every yeah. single person. You bring each class to government. And, and so the, here's, to Phil's question, there actually is a very easy solution to this. And our big problem right now is the ability to communicate that. And it really is contained in that Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson's remedy for this mess is right in that document. So this is, it's an important distinction and it goes back to game theory. The government wants to keep us arguing about constitutionality of this and that and blah, 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 and all this nonsense, because that's a legal argument. And they know they can win. They know they can win every time. So they can Even never if they lose. Violate so, yes. Even if they violate it. Oh, Even well, if you know, who cares about bum stocks? Well, I tell you what, your, your red, white, and blue panties are going to be in a wad when they come for the ARs. Right. So- the, we have to move the debate from a legal playing field onto a political playing field in our minds. That's the first place it begins, in our minds. We have to let go of the legal and believe we can win there. We can't even hold a shred of hope that that can solve the problem because that then and only then, this is why I brought up the Second Continental Congress earlier in the show, they had to finally get to that point where the moderates were willing to say, okay, we can't work with the king. We're going to have to fight our way out of this. That gets to a point, and that has to happen in everybody on this broadcast. You have to get to that point of saying the legal cannot and will never work. I need to now listen to Jefferson's remedy over here in the Declaration. Now, what is that? Go ahead, Jeff. I'm sorry. Well, I'm going to say that that's the big problem because people all the time. So you you bring up the word secession, and the first thing out of their mouth is it's not legal. It has right. nothing to do with legality. It's not a legal issue. It's a rights issue. Look at the Declaration of Independence. Right. Did he say we're legally leaving Great Britain? No, he right. said it's our right. It's our duty to leave. Right. That's right. the problem. People have this in their mind. It's about legality. It, no, 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 no. Right. Not about legal. It's about a political issue. It's all That's political. Right. It's well, a problem. Good, sir. Even if you do want to attack this from a legal perspective, you can use the contractual argument that what is the only remedy available when there is a contract and a party is in material breach and there are no damages available. You rescind the contract. Gee, let's see who wanted to be able to rescind their contract. If it turned out not to be working for them, uh, Virginia, uh, Rhode Island, New York, that reservation was accepted and under the equal footing doctrine, that reservation applied to every state, which is why Jefferson Davis wasn't put on trial because that would have come out. And guess who the guess who committed treason? Abraham mm -hmm. 
thinking. Phil has a good point here too. The LDS church once had its own currency. The U.S. Army came down hard on them. If they didn't follow and bow down, they would have been at war. It's easier for the government, and this is about the tax of people not filing tax returns because they know they'll get picked off one at a time. Mm -hmm. It's easier for the government to make an example out of the people by crushing them, a few of them at a time, to let rather than letting people think for themselves. And this is why I don't understand also the LDS community fled to escape the persecution from DC and these tyrants. They also joined the, the, the prohibition in, the, in Utah's constitution uh, against bigamy or uh, yeah, polygamy as unconstitutional, also under the equal footing doctrine. Why they are embracing this government is just, it, it mystifies me. And I think it's part of when we get into, and I'm not picking on any one religion or another, yeah. but I think when we have these legalistic, formal legalism uh, faiths, they're more susceptible to obeying government, particularly when we have a blurry line between the Bible and political documents like the Constitution. Yeah, this is a great question, Phil. It actually, mm -hmm. Suzanne, your response is spot on. They know how they know how to pick off the few, make an example of them. This is why that whatever occurs in these next 48 days cannot be some individual leader standing up and saying, hey, you know, the constitution or the uh, federal government's bad. This is going to have to be a very highly coordinated, but nowhere near as large as people think it needs to be. But it does need to be a very highly coordinated effort on behalf of a number of states and organizations within those states that coordinate on the central themes in the Declaration of Independence. If we're not spouting off that declaration all the time in the next 48 days, you're going under captivity. You're just going to go there. And, and so when, a, when those organizations emerge and are able to make good cogent arguments in behalf of Jefferson's remedy for tyranny, well, then we have a chance. It's a chance, not, not slam dunk, man. any stretch of the imagination, but it's a chance. Now, the reality is, can we get an organization together fast enough in a number of states? Now, Marcus Ruiz Evans has already got his up and running out in California. There's going to be some big announcement from the Texas Nationalist Movement tonight at 730. I don't know what it is, but it's going to be something big, the way Daniel's talking about it. There are going to need to be independence movements within every state. And then those states are going to have to coordinate with each other and demand, not ask, but demand, just as you got to remember, when they declared independence, they didn't ask the king to be independent. They didn't say, hey, uh, can we, what do you think the king would have said? No, you can't be independent. They declared their independence. This is why it is important to, in your own thinking, get yourself off the legal framework you're going to lose there they're going to quote texas v why did you they're going to say that no you know the states have to approve you leaving they're going to make up all this stuff you're not going to know what to do with it you're not going to know how to respond to when when judge napolitano comes out and says no the other uh, majority states that three quarter uh, yeah three quarters of the states need to approve your secession you're you're sunk if you buy that premise no it's declaratory it is we are free and so the folks that I'm talking to around the country, I'm saying, listen, within your state, you don't ask your governor to do this. You don't ask your legislature to do this. You declare that we, this is the objective of our organization. We are going to get our state independent. 
and we're going to do it through referendum and we're going to take the will of the people. And if the majority of the people in that state want to be free, you declare freedom. Who cares what your stupid governor says? Who cares what your legislature says? And who cares what your Supreme Court says? You better be able to stand up to them. If you're in a if you're an abusive if you're in an abusive relationship and you want a divorce, do you seek the consensus and permission yeah. of the people in your community before exactly. your marriage? Go ahead, Jeff. I want to read the operative part of the Declaration of Independence. It was all that other stuff was great. They they were expounding why they were doing it. They're expounding the reasons behind it. But I want to go to the actual separation clause in the Declaration because. This is where we're going to have to be at. All this other stuff, voting, uh, saying it's unconstitutional, calling Rush Limbaugh and Mark Levin and all these guys and saying, oh, it's unconstitutional. It ain't going to do anything. We're we're way past that. So let me just read this last paragraph here because this is the meat and taters of the whole thing. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have the full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration and with a firm reliance on the protection of the divine providence, we mutually pledge each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Beautiful. Yep. How many of you are willing to do that? Or are we just going to talk about taking back America and that's not constitution? You know, Phil was asking too, who's going to rise up and lead us? Who will take the lead and be crucified? We all have to be willing to, you know, I, I yes. Before when I'm not going to bring his name up this time, but it was um, we had a very animated discussion, Mark, when we were talking about a former governor hopeful in your in your state, mm -hmm. uh, Dan Fisher, uh, if if they had criminalized the and abolished the practice of human abortion, and I said if the feds show up and demand, they're going to be in a very unenviable position of saying, we're going to use deadly force to insist on the murder of babies in your state. I will be a human body to stand between them and that facility yeah. and, and keep that facility closed. Yeah. Well, you're just going to get arrested. My response to that is, you know, a while back, a couple dudes, I think three of them started talking in a tavern in mm -hmm. Boston. <laughs> what if they had said ah, we might get in trouble? Here, here's another here's another group of guys that got together and were really afraid. They did it in secret. That would be uh, Jefferson, Madison, John Taylor of Caroline, because the Alien Sedition Acts, uh, Adams could come after him and put him right in prison. So they met in uh, secret and came up with the uh, the Virginia Kentucky resolutions. So yeah, you know it's really interesting. You know, Everyone in this and everyone in that uh, chat room right there, I'm looking at. You're a leader. If if you you have to do it, 
Phil, yes. you have to do it. It's not up to me. We collectively have to do it together. This is, this is all that's left. There's no fighting this out in, in the in the political realm. It's all going to have to be in the court of public opinion. Stop yeah. washing these clowns, Limbaugh. Stop listening to the so-so one, that windbag, Mark Levin, <laughs> and start listening. Listen to these people. Walter Williams, yeah. rest in peace, sir. Yeah. Walter Williams, Thomas Sowell, listen to the Don Livingston, Clyde Wilson, listen to these historians. Brian McClanahan. Brian McClanahan. Tom Woods has a daily podcast. Listen to these people. These are the movers and shakers that are being banned on Facebook. They're being their messages being squelched constantly. Listen to these people while you can. Have something that your friends can listen to. Wow, I never thought of it that way before. This is going to have to be a grassroots revolution. Yeah. We are not even trying to uh, retain conservative values because as we've shown in the hour of our show, our conservative values stink. <laughs> we yeah. don't want to go back to the Constitution. We have seen what it was really all, all about. We want the freedom set forth in the Declaration of Independence. We need to respect each other's rights. The Defense of Marriage Act was asinine. What a stupid thing to do. The moral majority to say that we are in charge because we have the moral superiority and we are going to take advantage and impose our will upon you simply because there are more of us. Well, guess what, folks? The pendulum has, has swung the other way. You better get ready. And they this are is a total vengeance. This is a total propaganda war. You have to understand that. And what I tell folks is if you can't raise money to get on the airways with your message of freedom and a better future, you have no chance of winning. You have no chance of winning. And so those of you who call yourself patriots and want to change things, you better be willing to cough up some money because it takes a lot of money to buy airtime. And if we can't buy airtime, if these groups can't buy airtime and communicate that there's a better future for us outside of neo-Marxism, you're then then prepare for neo-Marxism. And because that's what's coming. So if you can't give up some money and support these people that will put their necks out on the line as first wave leaders, if you can't support them, then just then don't whine when you're when you're under neo-Marxist control because you asked for it. You're gonna be given chances here in the coming days to support efforts that are right in line with Jeffersonian ideas. And I want you to, while you have time this weekend, look up the Velvet Revolution and look up the Romanian Revolution and learn where the Romanian Revolution began with a pastor in, uh, who got crosswise with Ceausescu. Well, guess where Ceausescu ended up? He and his wife, they ended up with piano wire around their necks. So don't think, study the collapse of the of the Soviet Union. That's what we're dealing with. It happened in two years. I mean, it's, it, it doesn't, but it happened with Lech Walesa, having the guts down there on the, uh, on the uh, docks in Poland of speaking out against the Soviets. Th th these are moments of courage and there are people that will be courage, but don't you dare leave them out there by themselves. Join them. Cause if you're just going to leave them out by your, themselves, then, then think about integrity again. What have you done? Well, you lied to God, you lied to yourself, and you wanted freedom. You don't really want freedom. You want it. You want easy freedom, and there's no such thing. When you're up against this nightmare that we're up against, you think that's easy? Now, it, 
They said the same thing in a worse form of government, i.e. the Soviet Union. What, what inspired Lequelenza to have guts to stand up and take on the USSR? Stop and think about that, which, what these guys risked. I mean, this is gulag stuff and, and, and worse. They, my gosh, these guys starved 6 million people in the Ukraine. You think they're not afraid to take out Lequelenza? Well, somehow he survived it. But it always takes guts to be able to say the stuff we're saying on this radio program today. You can turn in Limbaugh all day and he'll tell you about the Constitution. Mark Levin will tonight say, no, black problems. The black problems need to do. If you think that's what fixes it, then, then have it. And you stick with Mark, Mark Levin. And look, look, there are tens of millions of listeners for decades. They haven't solved a damn thing. It's right. only gotten worse. This is why I tell people, please... Stop listening to the corporate media. That includes Levin. It includes Sean Insanity. It includes that idiot Laura Ingram. All these clowns that have never come up with a single solution because they don't want to go too far into the danger zone. Oh, we might lose our advertisers. You know, talking about trying to buy space on these you know, on these networks, it's not going to happen because the pharmaceutical companies don't want. Remember when we interviewed Barbara uh, or Dr. Marianne Block? from the Block Institute oh, that, yeah. about psychotropic drugs, how children were being poisoned for being treated for a non-existent medical condition, ADHD. And I said, why are we not having this conversation when you go on, you know, about the, the link between mass shootings and psychotropic drugs? And she said, the producers won't put me on. The advertisers, which are the pharmaceutical companies, will never allow it. So, folks, you're turning in, you're tuning into these networks under whatever political slant you're looking for, so you can feel good about spewing back their nonsensical arguments. And both sides do this, by the way. Stop listening to them. If it's not us, find somebody else who's not speaking the main talking points right now. Donald Trump is not your savior. He is not looking to clear up or drain the swamp. He wanted the ex he wanted to execute Snowden. If Snowden got here and Trump was still president, he would have him executed. Under his watch, the federal government has reinstituted uh, they've reinstated the death penalty, federal death penalty, the killing people. And I said, now they're starting to talk about Jeff and I mentioned this yesterday firing squads and poison gas and not, it, it kind of makes you wonder if they aren't thinking about i don't know maybe killing a lot of people at a time no, well I you're know. a bunch of neo-confederates yeah <laughs> and backbenchers <laughs> yeah backbenchers oh yeah All right, hey guys it, yeah. we've been on for an hour and 30 minutes and oh, boy. <laughs> uh, as much as i love this i think it's time to wrap up we really had a great time with Mark Kreslins. I hope you enjoyed this bonus audio.